This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. The following presentation of the Midland City Planning Commission will begin in a moment. The Midland City Planning Commission is responsible for overseeing the city's master plan, conducting public hearings, and offering recommendations to the City Council on a wide range of local land use issues. The Planning Commission consists of nine Midland residents who are appointed by the City Council. Planning Commission meets two Tuesdays per month at 7 p.m. in Council Chambers at City Hall. This presentation is provided by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland. Replays of this meeting can be found on MGTV Channel 188 on Charter Spectrum, through Channel 99 on at and UVerse, or on demand at www.cityofmidlandmi.gov. Select meetings are available on MCTV Network's Government Affairs Podcast Channel. regular meeting of the Midland City Planning Commission taking place on Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. This meeting is called to order. Please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. Mr. Marshall, will you please call roll? Necro. Here. Rogers. Here. Fullinger. Here. Mayville. Here. Nasik. Here. Fields. Here. All right, we have a quorum. All right, and actually, Chairman, we do have a new person joining us today from um, from staff. Uh, Ryan Smith is our new community development development planner who joined us at the beginning of um, this month. So just been with us for a couple of weeks, but I don't know, Ryan, if you want to say a few words. Yeah, yeah I, um, I had my undergrad at CMU in GIS, uh, geography. And then uh, prior to working at uh, the city of Midland, I've worked for the Bay City MPO, the Metropolitan Planning Organization. Doing some transportation planning and GIS there. Uh, I've lived in the city of Midland for about two and a half years and love it. And very, very excited to uh, join the team here at the city of Midland. Welcome. Up Welcome. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Great to have you. All right. Uh, next item on the agenda: approval of the minutes from the previous meeting on November twenty-third. Any comments or visions, commissioners? Commissioner Panasic, uh, motion to approve. Commissioner, Go ahead. Commissioner Rogers seconds. All right, we have a motion and a second. Uh, all those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, same sign. All right, minutes are approved. Next item on the agenda is public hearings. We have one public hearing on the agenda tonight. Um, before we get started, a uh, review of the public hearing process. 
We'll begin with a staff presentation and overview of the petition. Then the petitioner will be given the opportunity to present. We'll then welcome public comments in support of the petition, then public comments in opposition to the petition. At what point the petitioner will be invited back up for rebuttal and possible final comments. And then we will close the public hearing and go into deliberation and possible decision by the Planning Commission. So with that, um, as I said, we have one uh, public hearing on the agenda this evening. It's zoning petition number 637, initiated by Greater Midland Community Centers to rezone properties located at 1514, 1602, 1606, 1610, and 1614 State Street, and part of 2205 Jefferson Avenue from RA41 and 2 Family Residential to Community Zoning. Mr. Burchell. All right, thank you, Chairman. Uh, we did provide the, the details of the petition. Um, all adjacent to uh, the Greater Midland Community Center site um, or the parcel that um, is currently established as the Greater Midland uh, Community Site. Uh, the application is to change it from RA1, or RA4, one and two family residential to the community uh, zoning district. Looking at the subject map, um, or the subject area map um, on the aerial photograph, you can see highlighted in yellow uh, the area that is subject for the rezoning. Uh, we are on the west side of the Greater Midland uh, Community Center campus. Um, some things that can orient you with this location include State Street, which is on the west side um, of, the of the subject rezoning area. Uh, there's actual four or five individual single family homes all owned by the, uh, the community center um, that are in this particular area and then a very small portion of the um, larger community um, center site um, that is proposed for rezoning as well, which I'll show a little bit um, here in a second on a different map. Um, <clears throat> we are just to the west of the parking lot, the main parking lot area for the community center. Um, this is just to the south of um, George Street, and for those that have been in Midland for a number of years can remember when George Street did continue all the way through to Jefferson. It was um, vacated in order to allow for a better uh, connection between parking lot and drop-off areas of the community center a number of years ago. Um, and so there's been a number of kind of evolving things that have happened at this particular site. Um, this rezoning is connected to some of those things that may happen in the future. Um, e we are west of the um, ball courts that you can see highlighted here, and then just to the northwest of the curling center, which is uh, the roof that you see in this aerial photograph here, close to the intersection of Haley and Jefferson. <clears throat> this is the zoning map which shows the area of RA4, uh, one and two family residential that's proposed for rezoning. It does include just a very small portion on the, the main um, uh, Jefferson site and then those additional five um, single family home or individual properties that extend down to the south. Uh, this rezoning would take it all the way to the center part of State Street um, as part of the total application, which is that 1.6 acres. Um, when you look at the surrounding zoning, uh, community does exist on the rest of the lands owned by the community center. It also exists on the central park land owned by the city and then the land owned by Midland Public Schools, which includes Central Auditorium and the new Central Park Elementary School um, bus drop-off and playground area that extends off to uh, the northwest of the particular site. On the other side of Jefferson, we do have multiple family residential zoning, uh, kind of the unique shape of the um, development that you see here is Cleveland Manor 1 and 2. Um, single family homes that are on Jefferson, including a new one by Habitat for Humanity, 
um, in this particular part. Um, but this is a, a big mixture of zoning, um, allowing for the community um, types of uses um, that exist in addition to the residential area that coexists well uh, between um, this whole area as it interfaces with one another. That's reflected on the future land use map, um, although there is one particular property that you probably thought, what's going on here? Uh, with this yellow shade uh, that extends the medium density residential designation into the subject area. Um, from a future land use perspective, the lands by the, or by the community center are planned for private recreation purposes, which is that light shade of green. <coughs> that includes four of the five houses on State Street. The reason why uh, this yellow, uh, this kind of outlier is located here has to do when um, this uh, change was made back in 2012. At the time, the community center had um, um, ownership of the other properties except for this particular one, and so staff can find that it's likely a, a holdout from this being a different property owner at the time. Um, that's changed with the acquisition of this property back in 2015 by the community center. Other future land use categories include high-density residential on the opposite side of Jefferson, a small commercial node at the intersection of Haley and Jefferson, and then institutional and civic on lands owned by the public schools and um, uh, places of worship that then extend on the other side of Reardon. The darker shade of green is public parks and recreation. <clears throat> In the future land use map, um, or the future land use category of the city's master plan, the community zoning district actually can be applied to three of the future land use districts or future land use areas that you see here. Um, it's customary that the city's applied community zoning to private recreation, to public recreation, and then institutional and civic. Um, all three future land use designations, um, there is precedence for applying a community zoning district uh, to achieve that, that vision. And the reason for that is largely related to the purpose of the community zoning district, which is to provide for special public, quasi-public, and private uses that are deemed to have a, a special community significance. Um, certainly the community center, not just by name, um, is a community center um, for, the, um, for the entire Midland community in our region, um, but the uses that exist in this particular area do have a, a large community significance um, by the type of diversity that's offered um, for uh, people within uh, the building itself. When we look at sample uses, you can see that community centers, buildings, and facilities are permitted use by right in this district. Also permitted includes colleges and universities, vocational technical schools, cultural facilities, museums, um, fire stations, offices for charitable organizations as well. This is just really a sampling of those permitted uses in a community district. So with that, we do have 10 review criteria um, that we look at as part of the rezoning application. First one being, um, is the proposed zoning amendment consistent with the city's master plan? Uh, staff believes the answer to this is primarily yes, although we do point out that one particular outlier of that single family house, um, which relates really to the ownership of um, that property when the last master plan update was done. Although back in 2018, when we did look at the master plan, we did have some changes in this area. This was one particular area we didn't necessarily catch to kind of uh, try and clean up at that time. But when you look at the, the rest of the property uh, within the context of the surrounding area, um, staff does believe that this amendment is consistent with the intent um, of the master plan. Will the amendment be in accordance with the intent and purpose of the zoning ordinance? I believe the answer to this is yes, because it does reclassify this property um, as a district that goes to further the objectives of the master plan. 
And part of the master plan um, goals is to establish uses that are complementary to residential areas and that enhance social and economic stability of the Midland community. Have conditions changed since the zoning ordinance was adopted that justifies the amendment? I believe the answer to this is yes and point to uh, Greater Midland Community Center's um, purchasing of these properties in the last um, 20 years with the last one being in 2015. They've continued to rent um, these places out um, with the intention that this would be part of a broader land holding um, to facilitate a future redevelopment of the community center site. Will the amendment merely grant special privileges? Uh, I believe the answer to this is no and point to the mixture of residential and community dis, um, uses as well as recreational uses that exist. Uh, we also believe that this is a, f a furthering of the vision of the master plan, um, granting them privileges that have been envisioned by the master plan for a number of years. Will the amendment result in unlawful uh, exclusionary zoning? Uh, I believe the answer to this is no, um, pointing again to a pattern of zoning that exists within the general development in the area in a matter that would not be considered exclusionary. Um, largely based off the vision um, of the city's master plan for this area. <clears throat> Will the amendment set an inappropriate precedence? I believe the answer to this is no, and again point to the multitude of desires and objectives within the master plan that reinforce this rezoning. <clears throat> is the proposed zoning consistent with the surrounding zoning classification of the surrounding land? I believe the answer is this, pointing to the existing community zoning district and the compatibility with the RA4 zoning district that would be on the other side of State Street. Is the proposed zoning consistent with the future land use designation of the surrounding land in the city's master plan? I believe the answer to this is yes, um, pointing to um, the area's plan for pr uh, private recreation within the future land use map. Could all requirements in the proposed zoning classification be complied with on the subject partial? Uh, we do want to point out that this answer from staff perspective is not entirely um, Right now, the single-family homes in the RA4 zoning district do um, enjoy a permitted use by right designation. By applying a, a zoning classification of community, um, we would actually create um, grandfathered-in structures effectively um, on this particular site. Though we do want to point out that the intentions of the community center are actually to uh, demolish and remove um, those five houses to make way for the redevelopment in the future. <clears throat> it's not uncommon for the city to to rezone lands, creating nonconformities in the short term, understanding that in the future um, that things would likely change. And then lastly, is the proposed zoning consistent with trends in land development in the general vicinity of the property in question? I believe the answer to this is yes and point at um, new development that's taken place um, surrounding that is largely community oriented, including Central Park Elementary, um, changes at Central Park, including the new uh, pickleball courts and the Miracle Field. Um, all of which is moving this to be um, an area that has existed for community benefit for a very long time, um, but just changes to meet more of the modern needs of the Midland community. <clears throat> we have not received any public comments on this to date. And with that, Chairman Staff is uh, supportive of a recommendation of approval um, based on three reasons, largely pointing to um, the community zoning district be a great, being a good application of the private recreation designation of the city's master plan looking at the continued pattern and use and development that's consistent with this area as well as the vision of the master plan and expanding the community zoning district in an area that's envisioned for recreational purposes. <clears throat> From a public hearing um, or process perspective, tonight's the public hearing. If the commission feels that all items have been adequately addressed, you could render a uh, recommendation this evening. 
If that's the case, it would go on to city council for them to schedule a public hearing at their meeting on Monday, and that public hearing would then be held on January 10th of next year. And with that, I'll entertain any questions. Thank you, Grant. Questions, commissioners? I have one. Um, are the five properties currently inhabited? Um, so my understanding, and we do have the applicant here that can speak in more detail to this, but of the five, there's three that are vacant. Um, and they have, the homes themselves have had the utilities disconnected in preparation of the demolition. Uh, the two other that remain um, occupied, they're working very closely with to find reasonable accommodation elsewhere in the city. Okay. Just, just a comment, not a question. Uh, the one uh, property that's still future land use map, medium density residential, we should make a note somewhere to look to change that as we go through the master planning process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If, if we do this zoning change. Mm -hmm. And just to clarify, the uh, Jefferson parcel actually is on State Street, not Jefferson. That's just an artifact of the community center itself having a uh, Jefferson address. Um, yes, and I can point to this on a map that'll explain it a little bit better um so this very small piece of orange yeah that's here just north of this last white line that's the very small portion that exists on this larger property which has frontage on jefferson and a jefferson address okay. yep yeah so it's about five percent of that total property i do have another question but this one might be for the petitioner what's the timeline if it's a, the zoning is approved for the um, demolition to happen I will let the petitioner talk to that. Mm -hmm. Other questions? Um, one for me, Grant. Um, within the uh, private recreation designation, I know we have precedents for using community zoning um, as a part of that. What else theoretically could be done in private recreation? I'm just trying to get at kind of intensity of uses comparatively, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so I will say that we actually don't have, we don't have like a menu choice of what we okay. could apply. It really is community and nothing else okay. um, from a zoning district perspective. So, um, so we have we have a lot more future land use categories that all kind of filter into the community zoning district. If that's a better way to explain it. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. Um, question on the as far as is there any setbacks or requirements from the community piece of it that um, buffer some of the property around? Uh, yes, so applying a community zoning district will change the setback requirements on it substantially. Um, and there's special requirements for um, indoor recreation facilities that do buffer from surrounding residential areas. There's also screening requirements that's part of that too. Um, all of that would be looked at in a future site plan or plan unit development review um, that would come forward um, if the redevelopment of the community center um, happens. Other questions? All right, thank you, Grant. Thank you. Uh, at this time, we'll invite the petitioner to present. Uh, step forward, um, stand on the blue mat, and name an address. Uh, yeah, I'm Fred Eddy. I'm a project consultant working uh, for the community center. Um, I live uh, 4322 East Monroe Road, Midland, Michigan. Thank you. Um, Grant did a really good job of explaining uh, the rezoning request. Uh, I want to give you an update on the uh, rental homes, the status. Three of them are currently empty. Um, so the, the ones that are empty, if you start at the top, 
as a map. The first two are empty, the next two are occupied, the fifth one is, is empty. Uh, the community center staff right now is working with the, the two people that remain in those homes to find them a suitable uh, residence for, to move to. Um, we're at, uh, as Grant mentioned, the utilities are disconnected from the three homes. It's our intention to move forward and with demolition of those right away. And then as soon as the other homes are empty, we'll uh, move forward with demolition on those also. Did that answer your question? Yeah, that was really my, my only question was if it was a, you have until this date and then we do demolition or if it's a once reasonable accommodations are made, then we start. Yeah. Well, we'll we, we want them to be uh, uh, comfortably relocated and situated in their new things, and uh, we we can we have a little bit of time here, so we can work with them. But the intent is, as soon as they're out, get those houses removed. Thank you. I appreciate that. Any questions? Yes. Yeah. Are, are, is this being done in advance of a lease date expiring, or is this coincident with a lease <coughs> expiring? Or actually, they're. Their leases uh, are, have all run past their dates. They've been notified since the uh, middle of the summer. Uh, we're just working with the two residents to make sure uh, they find uh, good places for them to be at. Thank you. Other questions about rezoning? No. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, open the uh, public hearing portion of this and welcome public comments in support of the petition. Public comments in support. Uh, public comments in opposition to the petition. Public comments in opposition. Uh, any final comments from the petitioner? All right. Uh, we will close the public hearing and go into deliberation and possible decision by the Planning Commission. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Chair, this uh, seems like an appropriate thing to move forward uh, for the uh, rezoning of this uh, from my point of view and what I've looked at on this. Anyone uncomfortable making a decision this evening? Chair, I make a motion that we, uh, Commissioner Panasic, that we uh, waive our procedural rules and we vote on this this evening. Zoning petition number 637. Motion, Rogers, second step motion. Motion and a second. Uh, all those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, same sign. All right, we'll consider this evening. Thank you, Greg. Um, any other comments or questions, commissioners? No, I think the, I think the zoning makes sense. I think it's a good pattern with, uh, with what's there right now. Ariel, did you address uh, yeah, your concerns? I think so. I think um, I think the zoning is is reasonable. I think I'm thinking about the likelihood of being able to place the people who are being displaced in reasonable accommodations. Because if I remember correctly, the rent was quite affordable in those places, and I know that with the recent spikes because of COVID, that could be difficult. I'm not sure how much we can do about that at this stage, but I just you know it is a cause for concern because if it's a trend, we may make people a little bit nervous. So that's really my only my only thought. But the zoning, you know, zoning-wise, it does make sense. I just think that there's always a residual action when we make a decision. I agree. James? Well, I would that we approve 
zoning petition 637. I have a motion. Do I have a second? Can I second? Second. Mr. Marshall, will you please call roll? All right. This is um, a recommendation of support of zoning petition 637 to City Council. Correct. Rogers. Yes. Mayville. Yes. Lasik. Yes. Fields. Yes. Becro. Yes. Bain. Yes. And Kohlinger. Yes. All right, that motion is approved. Uh, next date for them is City Council on Monday, correct? Yep, that will be uh, to schedule the public hearing, which is on the consent agenda uh, with the public hearing happening then on January 10th. Appreciate your guys' time. Thank you. Uh, all right, next item on the agenda is old business. We have one item. Um, that's site plan number 412, um, which was a site plan and review and approval of a 4,500-square-foot car wash on South Saginaw Road. Um, Mr. Marshall. Yes, so I, I don't have a formal presentation on this, um, but I did want to speak a little bit about the memo that was attached within the staff um, packet that went out at tonight's meeting. Um, you can recall that this is a petition that we had um, originally come to us back in October. There was um, the finalizing of a traffic study that was done um, and then a second public hearing that was advertised and held back in um, uh, November. Um, at that time, there was a couple of outstanding items, um, one being the extension of sidewalk along Wisconsin Street. Um, in the revised plan, um, you can see that that, ex that extension has been uh, um, redrawn and shown as part of that. Um, and then the last two uh, remaining items are things, well, actually three things that are usually dealt with at the time of um, construction permitting, um, those being the final stormwater management permit and soil erosion and sedimentation control permit. And then lastly, because there is two different properties that would share um, both access as well as stormwater, um, that there would be shared access and, and other easement agreements to the satisfaction of the city engineering and planning departments. So staff is recommending um, and finding that this um, plan now meets um, the city's objectives, uh, just with those three items um, outstanding and um, would be supportive of a decision this evening. Any additional questions for Grant? No, just a comment. I think this petitioner was, was great with the response, mm -hmm. and I think they, uh, at the first meeting, they went back and heard the, the comments from us, and they made, made revisions to the plans, and so I'm in support. Including changing the entire orientation of the yeah. So yeah. We can't really ask for more than that. Changing I feel like all of our site, conditions you know, have been met. I'm, yeah. I'm also fully supportive. I really like this setup of this. Yeah. It looks good. It does. It does. It's a good flow. Yeah, it's really tight in there. It's a unique yeah. parcel in the city, um, but it's been vacant for a while. So for a while. It'll be nice to have something there again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It will be. All right. Uh, Commissioner Panasic, I'll make a motion to approve site plan number 412. Rogers seconds with the contingencies with, yes. with I'm sorry with the <laughs> contingencies thank you thanks James. there were three yeah. there are three contingencies, contingencies. Mm -hmm. all right we have a motion and a second to approve site plan number 412 with the three contingencies correct yes all right Mr. Marshall please call roll classic yes Mayville yes Kohlinger yes Rogers yes Bain yes Decro Yes. Fields. Yes. All right. That site plan is approved. Next item on the agenda is public comments unrelated to items on the agenda. Are there any public comments unrelated to items on the agenda? 
Uh, next item would be new business. I'm seeing none. Uh, next would be communications. Again, seeing none. Uh, report of the chairperson. I have none. <laughs> so we'll move to the report of the planning director, who I know has something for us, several things it, for us. Yes, uh, a couple of updates related to City Modern. Um, you can recall at our last meeting we talked about wanting to do um, some work sessions set up with uh, the collective action groups within the city. Um, we've been trying hard, and there was actually an attempt to try and do a work session last night. Um, we did, weren't able to get um, people to be able to do it largely because of the holidays this month. So um, we're doubling down to be able to schedule those in January. Um, in the early weeks of January so that we don't have too long of a delay uh, before we continue to move forward. Um, in some of the feedback I got from those groups, um, resounding excitement um, for people wanting Great. to participate in this way I think is one thing I'd share. The other thing would be um, uh, sort of a format. Um, council has done in the past uh, like a coffee with council type of session mm -hmm. where there is um, a formal layout where the commission sits up front um, but it's over coffee and it's intended to really be a bit more of a relaxed type of thing um, where there'd be kind of the formal setup where we'd have representatives from the groups and the planning commission um, in an area and then if anyone wanted to attend from the public that they would have kind of a, um, a place to sit in observation of, of the discussion that's happening so I wanted to float that idea to see if we wanted to kind of create it to be more of a coffee type of um, setup to make it that um, bit more relaxed since it sounded like we wanted it to be a bit more dialogue oriented. Okay. So how would that be set up? <coughs> they would, we'd have chairs in here too or? Well, so it, when we've done it in this particular room, um, we usually don't televise these particular meetings because it's challenging um, to get mics to everyone wherever they're set up, but we would set up tables that would be out in front here and maybe we'd have the commission up in front here. The other option would be for us to go off-site, and we could use maybe like the second floor of Live Oak um, as a large area. We could use um, different churches in the community would be partially uh, another item that we could do, something that would give us a, a big enough area to create a little bit of a, a circle with a, an audience um, type of setup, too. Any thoughts, I guess, maybe on that? I have one. I think I prefer the non-here option because I think it's more accessible. Okay. And I think if we want community participation, yes. it makes sense to be wherever the community spends to tend their t spend their time. Okay. I think also adding any refreshment is helpful because it's <laughs> in instantly less formal versus if we're all sitting with our arms folded. I think it could. We may not get the feedback that we're looking for. Sure. Okay. There, there's a barrier here <laughs> as yeah, well, yeah, and it does funnel down into a smaller space here, yeah. so I yep. tend to agree. I think um, even psychologically, being on the same level is helpful, whereas if we, if we like sit and then we're looking <laughs> down, it's like <laughs> only say what we want to hear. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. And then Grant, would, would it um, make sense to maybe invite members of the Planning Commission, not Planning Commission, I'm sorry, of the City <laughs> Council to attend some of these as well, just so that they're involved in the process? and have an understanding of where we're coming from. I'm just thinking long-term that might be helpful, a helpful strategy. Sure, so in the past I know we've, we haven't necessarily engaged city council in that type of way. That's something we could, I could ask um, Brad about and, um, and see if that is an option that council would be interested in doing. It does become a bit challenging when we do have um, a quorum of another a board that's yeah. there. Mm -hmm. right. um, because of course with Open Meetings Act we'd have to advertise it as a meeting and then um, they'd actually have to call their meeting to order, even if they right. were just an observation. So even if we limited it to two and maybe <laughs> rotated them, <laughs> it's true. It'd be hard then to not have, because um, of course we wouldn't have the, the same two wouldn't be able to go right. and have the same right. one with yeah. with true. the same group, I guess. So it could be a bit unfair um, in that 
way. Um, could do an open invitation to the mayor. That's another option if we wanted to do one particular member of council, um, sort of as a representative of the of the body. Yeah. I have a thought in that case. We, could, I've seen something work in the past where if we have, depending on attendance, if there are enough commissioners, we could maybe have a small group of community members and then have like a representative speak. So if there's a prompt given, each sort of group would brainstorm, you know, their thoughts on that item, and then we would be responsible for reflecting what that information is, and then even rotate the groups so that we all interact with all the people, but that maybe it's less of a massive group. Mm -hmm. So I think we can probably get more ideas in slightly smaller groups than a large crowd where everyone's kind of taking turns to speak, especially if there's designated time for each group to have something to say. Sure. Well, and that might actually lend itself more towards maybe this, the meetings after these initial yeah. ones, since I know these initial ones we were intended to really just hear from those groups a reporting back to right. us and then that's be able to ask clarify. clarifying questions. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's a good idea, and I think keep that in mind for the next phase of how we can engage a broader audience. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, on also, that point, will you, can we just remind us, this is a, a, there's a thinking, so this is a series of events, what kinds of organizations are we, our stakeholders are trying to engage with, just to delineate between the two? Sure, so this, again, would be um, other groups of um, the community that's that's um, collected around specific actions. So it would be uh, We Hear You was one group that we've identified. Um, there's also, uh, we hear you as diversity, equity, inclusion focused. Um, there's the Communities of Excellence group, which is a, a sub area of the Together Forward Bold, a place where everyone thrives. Um, <clears throat> I know we had uh, the Housing Task Force, um, which I'll come back to here in a second too. That was another one that's met recently, um, a collection of people from nonprofit and industry and um, financing that um, has met around housing. Um, the Community Health Improvement Plan was another one, and that's Health and Human Services Council um, and people that have focused around both physical and mental health. There was one other one, too, that I'm drawing a blank on. No, that's right. Um, and this would be a single event or a series of events? It, or? We, what we wanted to do was no more than two okay. one night, I think, was the yeah. consensus we reached at the last one, just so we don't overload yeah. you with information. Okay. Yep, so we'd be scheduling them to do two at a time uh, with a break in between. Yeah. Um, I think you'd also mentioned that the groups who didn't want to be present could provide like a written. Yes, that was also an option. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. go ahead. Uh, I'd like to understand how the uh, neighborhood maps fit into this. Will they are they will they be available in advance, or is this input to the neighborhood maps? We've we've kind of been going separately with those. Um, I guess from a staff perspective, um, yeah. we have not come back with an update on that. So I know we okay. owe you an update on the well, neighborhood well, maps. So uh, not pushing it for it right away as much as just understanding from a process point of view when and how that has been. Right. And the other thing uh, that I, I, I kind of would want to emphasize is how the uh, housing authorities fit into this process because, you know, we do have a housing shortage. I think they w we had a real good housing plan a few years ago, but then the flood happened and a lot of things have, you know, I even re read where they wanted to revisit that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, it's not something that has to happen at the first meeting, but uh, I think it is something 
well, figure that, out how it fits in. Yes, and that actually brings me up to another point. We had a housing commission meeting um, last week, Monday, where we talked about, we gave an update on where City Modern is at, and um, there was actually, that group was expressed interest in joining the planning commission as part of these coffee sessions um, to really hear more from these groups too, since a lot of the work they're doing is overlapping with yeah. these other areas too. So, mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to see if the commission was agreeable to us inviting the housing commission. I'm seeing a lot of head nods. Yeah, um, and I'm yes, okay. Not only agreeable, I kind of, you know, encourage that, really. Sure, sure. No, and I think I, they were very excited about it, too. Um, it'll be five more people to coordinate with, but we'll be able to make it work and get um, these scheduled. So, um, and, and there, there is so much overlap between mm -hmm. what's happening in the housing realm within the city and then um, everything that we're doing here, too. So, okay. Jeremy? I just wanted to go back to... Uh, Chairman Collinger's point about maybe just extending an invitation to uh, Mayor Donker. Are there, I, I believe there is at least one sitting councilman that um, has prior planning commission experience, and I'm thinking perhaps yeah, um, extending the invitation oh, yeah. to uh, Councilman Diane might be appropriate just because mm -hmm. of her past experience with that. And But just a thought. Sure. I think I guess my attitude on the whole thing is that it's a more the merrier situation because we could probably make an argument for basically every other commission being at least somehow involved. So I mean, if we're going to have the community there, it seems like it doesn't hurt us to have a representative from really anyone who wants to come. Mm -hmm. You know, any of those groups because they're probably useful. And mm -hmm. if not, it's at least good shared knowledge. Right. Yeah, I think uh, definitely at some point we should have the council people invited and involved, especially when we go to their wards and if we have community discussions on neighborhoods and other things. And the person, the com council person whose ward it is, definitely should be invited exactly. to those types of meetings. Yeah. I don't know about having all the council people at the... You know, at one of these meetings uh, yeah. here because, as Grant says, there's a... Um, you know, they right. have a quorum then, and then, you know, do, what, what, what's going to go on then? And I guess I didn't even necessarily mean these specific meetings, but just in general trying to, like yes. you said, keep, make sure we're keeping uh, yep. them up to date with where we're at as much as possible. Yeah, we definitely should, and we should get them uh, directly involved if they want, especially mm -hmm. when we kind of road show or whatever it is when we go to look at specific neighborhoods and areas. Okay. That, that's, that's my feeling. I think if I'm hearing from both James and Ariel correctly, I mean, primary objective is to get input from these community organizations, but obviously an opportunity to promote City Modern in general, as well as increase awareness, knowing that long term we want to increase participation as well. Is that a correct summation? Beautiful. Okay. Because um, yeah. I, I, James, I think you're correct, and, and then any time that we're going out in the community as the Planning Commission, you know, we should have stuff about City Modern there and available for people who show up. Um, and, a, and a neighborhood map would be a good thing to have, potentially on a table for someone to take away or just to be able to look at as well. I just don't want us to confuse that the primary right. objective, to Grant's point, at least right now, is we just want to get input from these community organizations and then we can, you know, tackle other yeah. things from there, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, but I think if I've heard also correctly, we're talking about, would it be a, at this point a joint public meeting of the Housing Commission and Planning Commission? It would be. So we're talking about a joint meeting between the two, and we're talking about two meetings, preferably within the community, somewhere within the community, two different locations, mm -hmm. um, with two of these community organizations present at each. Is that correct? I think so. Yes. And then I think if we do want to invite council there, 
in my personal opinion, I think we should stay with the open invitation to the mayor. And I do like the idea of, as we talk more about community participation, that we consider doing things like do things within their ward, mm -hmm. have them be present, have them help us get people there, et cetera. Yeah. So we can kind of make sure that we're getting everybody at that point. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I appreciate the summation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. All right. And those would be uh, as early as January, or are we talking, I guess we'd have to go back to the drawing board since the Housing Commission is now involved, correct? Um, so uh, we would look to get those scheduled in the early parts of, of January. So okay. we're hoping for the first couple of weeks. Um, and these would be in addition to our regular meetings of the, during those months? That's correct. Okay. okay. Yep. So basically so the other two Tuesdays. <laughs> Potentially. Possibly Tuesdays. Um, we may look... That's the other thing, too. We may look for um, possibly like a 3 o'clock on a Friday might be another option, um, or we could do maybe a 5.30 start on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Um, when we send it, we'll do a doodle poll uh, to everyone to, to work out what the schedules, but we'll have a few more options in there. Uh, that'll be a little bit outside of our usual 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> the other update I had for... Um, uh, on this group would be um, Urban 3, I know I've talked about as the economic analysis that we um, had hired them to do for us. Um, we have a preliminary review meeting with them on Monday that's just internal with staff to get an understanding where that model's going. Um, I think in the early parts of January we'll have another, um, we'll have an opportunity for um, more of a public unveiling of um, that work that's happening too. So just wanted to give you an update on that. Um, I actually was invited by uh, the Midland Board of Realtors. Their board of directors today met um, over at the H. Um, and if you recall, we got a $10,000 grant for this work by the National Board of Realtors. So um, just wanted to say thank you to the Midland Board of Realtors for inviting me there today and to speak about that work. And they had a lot of really good questions about how it relates to housing in general and um, the master plan um, as well. So um, <clears throat> there'll probably be more information out, maybe um, in press releases on that too. But was very kind of them to Great. invite me there. <clears throat> and that is all I had on the director report. I know at the last meeting we also talked about, and I've heard a lot about ideas about additional ways to get participation. Um, is the thinking still to have a potential subcommittee of the Planning Commission for that reason in particular? I know we did talk about that, um, and we were thinking about kind of this, the next steps after um, these initial uh, kind of copy with Planning Commission types of meetings. So. Um, since we're getting a little bit closer to scheduling those in January, um, if we wanted to get a subcommittee together now, um, we totally could do that. What does the commission think? Agreed. So we need a motion to form the subcommittee and then another motion to select members, correct? Uh, that's correct. Or it could be a combined motion if we did have those that wanted to volunteer for it. Um, if we had names of those, we could motion for the subcommittee to be formed with those particular members. Also would want to know what the uh, objective is and what we're targeting with that subcommittee. There should be some sort of uh, statement that guides mm -hmm. the uh, subcommittee. Mm -hmm. I think globally at this point it's uh, participation, but potentially that's the first thing for the committee is to further define that, unless you have an opinion, Grant. Uh, I think that was a big part of it. It is pretty open-ended. I know in our last discussion was just wanting to gain better engagement from a variety of, of the public. So if that's our statement, um, to gain, um, to increase public participation in the City Modern Master Plan, um, we could um, have that be a, a I statement. Think, I think that's good. I just like okay. to have something there for whatever committee you form. Otherwise, mm -hmm. what are you aiming at? Sure. Mm -hmm. Assuming we're 
all in agreement on the subcommittee. Um, volunteers. Yeah, I can run. Unvolunteer. Ariel, Greg, Jeremy, and Aaron. Very good. We can't have more than four. So. Right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm looking for a motion yeah, to. I can, sorry, I thought I had the order wrong. <laughs> I have a motion to uh, form a subcommittee with the purpose of increasing participation for our city master plan. With the members being Greg, Ariel, Aaron, and Jeremy. With the yes. <laughs> All right. We have a motion. Second. Do we have a second I'll from, second from Jeremy? I have a comment, though. Yes. Um, should we include somebody from the uh, city uh, communications or marketing department? Probably. Work with this group as well. We could as like ex officio yeah. um, yes. type of representation. Um, that that's something that we could could include as well. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing head nods on that. Yeah. I okay. Agree. Does that need to be part of the motion? Then? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that would be probably best if we wanted to include um, both planning department staff and then um, community affairs. This is more staff than I signed up for. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I can volunteer. I'll, yeah. I'll make the motion. So we're. Uh, it's a motion to form a. Well, and actually, Chairman, I do want to. I do have to interject because we did have a motion and a second on the floor already. So. Um, and actually, we probably should have not deliberated, but voted on that motion before we yeah. continued on. So, so it was to establish the committee with the four planning commission members with the intent of increasing public participation in city master plan. So we do need to call for a vote on that. Can we just do an addendum after that vote then? We could. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or we could withdraw the motion and introduce <laughs> That is also another option. Thank you, James. Yes. Yeah. So if, I mean, if those that made the motion and supported it, if you did want to withdraw or amend yeah, it. Yeah, I'd like to withdraw. Okay. And Jeremy? And I, well, there's nothing to second anymore because it was withdrawn. <laughs> I so. think the second I withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who would like to make the new motion? <laughs> Not I'm me. sorry, hang on. We have to vote to withdraw the previous motion. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, same sign. We've, we've removed the previous motion, and I'm now looking for a new motion with the consideration of planning commission and community affairs as ex officio members. I would like <laughs> to uh, form a subcommittee with the communications department and, nope, with the planning commission and, and our community affairs group and the members myself, Andrew uh, Decro and Rogers. Greg, yourself, Rogers and Decro. Yep. All right, so a motion. We have a second. I'll second that motion. All right. Do we have a firm understanding of the motion? We do. Is it clear, <laughs> Mr. Marshall? Yes. Did we do it wrong? You're good. <laughs> no, I think we got it all that time. You're good. Yep. Okay. Do we need a roll call or can we do a voice vote? Voice vote would be fine. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, same sign. All right. Um, more than anything, would encourage the commission um, to uh, consider meeting even now. Um, particularly to get some clarity on what that statement is, as well as what specific ex officio participation you want from planning or from planning department and the community affairs. Um, it's more than anything. Once you've made progress there, um, let Grant or I know, um, and we'll uh, more than anything just want to make planning commission meetings available to you to provide reports back, um, as well as to answer any questions you might have or provide feedback, etc. So um, just let us know how we can help. And, and I will thank say you for we, volunteering as well. Yeah, and from a, a staff perspective, um, putting agendas together, helping out with meeting coordination, that all is support, administrative support that we'll offer to that subcommittee too. So, um, so yeah, so we can 
coordinate that a little bit more. As so we go will forward. the committee work with you, uh, Grant, or with Ryan? Or Probably both of us to start off with. We'll have Rachel in the, in the office as well assist on scheduling and things, but um, it'll be the same kind of support. But if you wanted to start with me as the point of contact, we can then pass it to the right people as things go forward. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there a requirement for the medium? Like, are, do we? How do we document if it's email versus in person or? Um, like our communications. The communications. Um, so we will we'll be able to email, um, and um, being the, a non quorum of the of okay. the commission will allow us to have um, that communication as an option. Got it. Can mm -hmm. Keep sharing. Cool. Yeah, there's only my four of us exactly. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and I think the if it helps, the other experience we have with subcommittees is very much unrelated, but it's around selecting chair and vice chair. Um, and typically, when I've been a part of those, um, it's been a little bit more informal. Um, phone calls, emails, okay. um, texts. Text. <laughs> Objective is to get the, the work done Perfect. at That's the right. end of the day, whatever way is the kind of most efficient way to do that. So. Otherwise, it takes forever if you want to do it in person. <laughs> yeah, yes. especially with everyone. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Anything else on City Modern? No, that is it. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you again to you guys for everyone for volunteering. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what you guys come up with. Uh, we have one item on the agenda for uh, one item on our next agenda, um, and that is uh, PUD number 19. That's correct. Um, and actually, this Friday is our um, deadline, so we may have others that come in. Uh, but this is one that has been submitted um, to date. Um, for a mixed-use redevelopment of the existing um, Best Western Hotel that's out there. All right. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Chairman, before we yes, we're on to the final item on their agenda. <laughs> I just want to say, despite the challenges this year, it's been a pleasure serving with everybody on this commission. And I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll see you next year. You too. Sounds good. You too. <laughs> That's right. You too. Next yeah. year. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the final meeting of 2021. So who would like the ultimate honors? Right there. <laughs> all right. I will. I will. <laughs> motion to adjourn. <laughs> I'll second. And a second from Greg. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed. All right. We are adjourned. <laughs>